Welcome to the Deepers Creepers podcast, where we like to get high and talk about horror movies. I'm Casey. And I'm Jess. And this week, we are covering one of my picks, which is The Houses That October Built, which is a movie from 2014, and I'm super excited to get into it. Yes. Uh, This is a found footage film. My fave. Um, One of the best of all time. It is, to me, a modern day Blair Witch. I'll go ahead and say it. The actors feel just as natural. The characters feel just as real. The story, it's a scary film. It is fucking terrifying. And it's fun and it's realistic and I could actually see it happening. And I feel all that way about Blair Witch. You know, I'm uh, I'm really excited to do some more found footage films with Casey that I've been watching lately that are more kind of on the um, underground side, and uh, I think she's gonna she's gonna have some more favorites after this movie. But for now, I'm super excited to, like I said, talk about this movie, talk about one of my personal favorite genres of horror. I know I've said that a million times on this podcast, but um, yeah, I I really love the premise of this movie. Um, it, it, like you said, it feels authentic. It, everything about it feels so natural. Very lived in. And yeah, yeah, it just like, it, it, it stays on its premise. It, it has a concept. It's a group of friends going to find underground extreme haunts. We'll get Mm -hmm. more into that. And it sticks to that premise and it doesn't try to do a whole bunch of other stuff. And it just, it just feels like just a story. It just feels like a you know, whatever. We've said it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what the quote in the beginning of the movie was that I really liked. Yeah, I can't remember what the uh, the quotes were. Um, have you seen the sequel to this? I have not seen. There is a House of October Built 2. I think I have it on DVD. I'll have to bring it over when I come over next time. On DVD. I love that. Um, I'm sorry. Ooh. We're older. If you don't know what a DVD is... You own, probably aren't old enough to be watching own, this podcast. I own two VHS tapes, and I do not have a VCR, but okay. I do have something that I can play DVDs on. Good. So, um, it opens with, like, a black screen and a quote that says, I'm not afraid of werewolves or vampires or haunted houses. I'm afraid of what real human beings do, or do to other real human beings. By Walter John Williams. Yeah. And that's true, and that's such a fun and scary way to start this film. Yep. You already get a sense of, like, oh, shit, this is going to be good. Yeah, I mean, it's very, the whole movie is, you know, humans are the real monsters. And, yes, a lot of movies say that. That is what half of the genre is about. If it's not a supernatural horror film, typically we're being like, oh, it's just a person, and they're really fucked up. But... This movie really does it well and in a, in a way that I think anytime you go to a haunted house, even if it is one of the bigger ones, but especially if it's a smaller, kind of more unknown one, there is always that fear in the back of your mind, like, <laughs> what if, though? Wouldn't it be crazy? <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy? Um, I'm sure I will have a lot to say about McKamey Manor. I absolutely Um, was thinking the same thing while watching this. And I have seen um, the Haunted House documentary Haunters. Haunters. I love that documentary. I've seen it like two or three times. So I will talk about that a lot too. I'm so glad you've seen that. Katie showed that to me a few years ago. Well, sorry to interrupt. I just want to tell you this. Have you ever watched uh, Haunted Tourist on Netflix? No. Okay, that's amazing. Um, This guy goes to all these like haunted, nuclear, crazy places. Mm -hmm around the world and it's amazing like he did an episode in Chernobyl um but he did an episode like where McKamey Manor was featured and I think you would love it I think you would love the entire series Mm -hmm. there's only like one or two seasons it's really good he's super informative he's super like neutral to the situation he just tells you the facts of what happened there and like you know essentially just shows you what's going on and like goes places that most people won't go. Right, yeah. And so absolutely. I definitely, so Macamie Manor was featured on there, so I, I definitely think that. you should check that out. Cheers. This is Cheers. great juice. For legal purposes. So, I just got my face restabbed today, so I'm talking funny. It looks so cute. I don't know how much it shows up on camera, but it's so cute. Um, <laughs> so, and I think maybe part of the reason that I do like this movie so much is because 
it, it it's it's haunters but it's like but what if they found like what if they went to the McCamey Manor and that guy actually fulfilled that guy's because I'm pretty sure that guy actually wants to murder so like what if that oh, guy actually was murdering for sure so that's kind of what this movie is um so we'll kind of go through the plot I only have like I think three pages of notes yeah you know me I just because there's not yeah there's not like a huge plot like it stays on the plot yes but um it's a very simple plot they're literally just going from haunt to haunt to haunt and it's got these um little breaks in the middle of like uh scare actors and people going to the haunts and like little interviews interviews with them and it's it's literally haunters I love it so much because everyone everyone in this film feels so real Mm -hmm. all the extras all the background people just talking it really does feel gives me that same feeling that Blair Witch gives me when they're talking to the townspeople yeah, and that woman's got her little girl there, and the girl's like, "Well, no, don't talk about that." And she's like, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine." It just feels so lived in and so like, I shouldn't be watching this kind of like, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, so like Casey said, the premise: we have this group of friends. Um, you you learn throughout the movie they've basically been friends throughout their whole lives. Um, they hear about this super extreme haunt called the blue skeleton but it's super hard to find so essentially the whole movie is about them chasing this haunt um, because it is an extreme haunt that is supposed to be like on the move like it's constantly somewhere different so it's really you have to know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy yeah it's supposed to be like and that's of course why they want to find it because it's so exclusive and all that um, but, of course, they're just finding, you know, little places along the way that are, you know, hey, stop at this place. Oh, this place looks, you know, it's in the backwoods and it's, you know, run by a family and it's crazy. And, you know, yeah. I thought there were a lot of haunted houses featured in this documentary that I would absolutely love to walk 100%. Through. 100%. They all look super fun to me. Yeah. Except the last one, which was in a haunted house. So, way I'm fine with it. <laughs> it does say at the beginning there's, like, something... Like, 2,500 attractions every October um, in the United States, which I totally believe there's so many. Like, 30 million people. Yeah, totally believe that. Um, They did, so there is a story at the beginning of this scare actor whose, um, like, prop, like, stunt kind of went wrong, and they hung themselves, and they were, like, hung there for a while, and people thought it was a prop. This is not a true story as far as I could find. Um, I'm sure that there have been people hurt in haunted houses. I I believe hurt, that fully, yes, but yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't think there's ever been an actual recorded case of someone seeing what they think is a prop or a like fake thing and it actually being real. I can't find any actual verified info. If you guys know of any, send it my way. But um I've just, you know, it just kind of seems more urban legendy. Which I'm fine with, because this is a movie. Yeah, and like you said, like, there are a lot of um, interviews with people, and, like, them talking to scare actors, and, like, they'll be like, so what do you think about, like, the fact that people say that there's actual human remains in your haunted house? And they'll be like, not far from what I've heard. And it's just like, it seems so, like... Because, of course, people are going to perpetuate that, because you want people to be like, oh, I wonder, like... I have to go there. Yeah. this guy uses real skeletons. I mean, that's... I mean, of course that's some shit that people would do. That's not... Unless you're a huge corporation, like Disney, you're going to be like, mm, I don't know. You know what Wouldn't I mean? It be crazy? Yeah. yeah. Like, ooh, you, you'll never know. <laughs> and that's, like, one of the points that the guy makes later is, like, well, but what if it really is real human body parts? And the guy's like, I, I wouldn't be able to tell. I wouldn't be able to tell, so it's not going to... It doesn't bother me, because I don't know either way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's, like, being tied up and, like... Shit like that. That's what scares me. Mm. That's what freaks me out. I'm like, no, thank you. But, um, yeah, so we get this group of five friends. They rent an RV. Is it five? Is it five? Again? Yes. Did you catch five? the, uh, Descent reference? It starts with a picture of the five of them, and then it fades to black and white. Oh, my it's God. It's so cliche, but I love, I don't know if it's actually a reference to the Descent. But I but fucking that's how I love felt. the Descent. Because it's that, and, like, and in this one. That horrifies me to this day. In this one, it does not have the effect, because you're just looking at these people, and it's like, oh, here's your cast. Here's a picture of them. Ooh, black and white. 
that movie, The Descent, when you see that picture at the end, it hits hard. Because a you, bunch of fucking shit just You just down. watch these girls go through so much, and it's a group of, like, really close friends, and you're just like, oh, wow, that was hard to watch. This I is at really... the very beginning, and it's just like, oh, here are the five faces to look for. That's really funny. Didn't <laughs> notice that. Um, we have to talk about The Descent one day, because I have thoughts. All good. We'll cover it one day. Yes. We may just do, like, one and two all in one, just because I don't like two that much, so we might just, like, kind of half cover it. Absolutely. Perfect. But, um, so they all get together, and they're going out and partying, getting fucked up the night before, as you do. We do get this, um, prologue, like, end of the movie stuck onto the beginning of the movie as, like, a little scene setter so we see a girl being stuck in a trunk and then the trunk closes there's a camera on her and then she kind of wakes up the screen goes like really red um and then that's when we get our title card i think Mm -hmm. and it says something like that but i hate this beginning i wish that it just started with like an interview Mm -hmm. because this really ruins the ending for me because then i know what's happening and it does you should see the exact same scene on the end yeah and so I just, I, like, I would love to just cut that part off and start with them with the haunted house stuff. I also wish that, in addition to what you said, they had, like, a little um, title screen that said, this documentary was shot by five friends, and then the rest was shot by Blue Skeleton. Yeah. So I feel like we kind of maybe were spoon-fed a little bit too much in the beginning. Right. So I do agree with that, because... And that it, was I mean, we of, would have picked up on context clues that the rest was, like... I feel like that was, like, a, I'm gonna, like, whoever decided to put that is, I'm gonna stop some tweets, because then people would be like, well, what about this stuff at the end where the people are, like, trapped? Why are they recording? And it's like, well, because the people recorded it, the people who were doing it. It's like, yeah, but I feel like most people could come to that conclusion on their own. Right. Instead of being like... Because then if you explain it, then it's like, well, then did they make the movie and give it to whoever? Because then they're like, you can't read a lot into it. You just like a lot of, in a lot of found footage movies, just Turn your brain go off. for the ride. Yep. Yep. And that's kind of what you do here. But it makes more sense than some. Yeah. So like I said, they were partying, having a good time. Um, there's a character named Mikey that is a complete fucking douche. Um, he's the I had a really hard guy. time. Remembering all the names. Bobby's the one that had, like, the kind of nice, like, hair. He was kind of handsome. Regular Um, white boy? Okay. (laughs) Well, that's hard to explain, because then there was Zach, and then the other guy, who I don't think I remember his name. The girl's name's Brandy, I know that. I know Brandy, I know bearded guy. There's dark-haired leader. That's Bobby. Bobby, okay. Um... Zach is one of the generic white guys, and then yeah. there's another generic white guy. They look exactly alike. It's confusing. It's really Isaac? confusing. Maybe? I don't know. I just kind of mesh them into one, yeah, because there's leader guy, and there's beater guy, and there's girl, and then there's the other two. <laughs> Either way. But, yeah, but we they're, get... I mean, they're a fun, typical millennium group, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, they all meet up at the RV. Mikey was banging a chick in the RV, and she left. And then we get our first little days till Halloween, five. And that's when we uh, start our journey to our first haunt, which um, is where we get our first... Five more days to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Five more days to Halloween, Silver Shamrock. I wrote that so many times in my notes because every time I was like... You do that every time? No, but I did in my head every time. I just wanted to do it this one time. Um, I don't want people to stop following the podcast. <laughs> so this is where we get our first view at them going through the haunt. Them going through the haunt and creepy doll mask. She Trick. does come in. She is my favorite part of this movie. I love her. She's terrifying. Terrifying. Literally, it, do- it literally doesn't look like a mask. It looks like it's her fucking head. Yes. It literally looks like so attached to her skin but it's like slightly off as soon as she came on jet on screen jeff went oh my god that's terrifying and he doesn't usually have that reaction he like typically laughs or like doesn't say anything no he went oh god that's terrifying she's got these like just three hairs on her fucking head it's so fucking weird and i love that like like it's so not over the top like this girl could be like making 
like she does make one screech, but she could yeah. be making like uh, like she could be doing the grudge thing. She's she like could be doing weird, zombie noise. Breed. It's literally just and the way she opens her mouth just. It's so like I think it's such a cool choice and it's so creepy. <laughs> yes. So yeah, we um, but yeah, I when they're going through the haunt as a group. It feels so realistic. Like, they're screaming she's, and Brandy's laughing. Brandy's giggling. She's screaming. You they're yell, all... you laugh, you kind of fall over, and you're yeah, like, Yeah, it seems very fun. It that's seems... how we are when we go through a haunted house. It literally, yeah. it felt like me and my friends going through a haunted house. If you filmed us, that's what we would look like. A bunch of idiots just laughing and yelling at nothing. And... We should sneak a GoPro in. Right. And, of course, there's house. always one of us that, um, you know, is a little more scared than others, and, you know, you kind of have neither. to laugh at them. It's neither of us. No. No, last, when we went before, it was Ashley. <laughs> I love you, but it, we love you. you were definitely the scary cat, but we kept Except you for the, the doll room. Except for the fucking doll room. Yeah, that was I was like, get much. me the fuck out of here. I'm going to punch one of these dolls. It was pretty scary. Yeah, I got hit with a doll in that room because one of them just like juts out of the wall. And I, I shoved them up front. I was like, no, no, no. I'll go back in the front after this. <laughs> I was like, get me the fuck out of here. It was a here. good haunted house. It really was. I, it was so fun. Yeah. I love. Nothing I love. like this, but. No. <laughs> um, so, you know, they go through the haunted house, they're interviewing an actor, and they're like, we hear shady shit goes on here, and the scare actor is like, sounds about right. You know, you just do that. You just, you kind of have to play along. It makes it more fun for the people. Yeah. Like, even if you know behind the scenes that, like, no, nothing's happening, it's like, ooh, yeah, you never know. Yeah. I would do that. So, they got out of the haunted house, and then they had the bright idea to sneak up on the roof and film from up there, film the line and shit, and, like, there are people from the haunt who were, like, real pissed about it, and there was this clown who, like, was all up in their business, like, hey, fucking delete the footage, blah, 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 and I tried to break the camera. Right, and I meant to look up where they filmed all this, or if it was all sets, because... First of all, all the sets look so real. Yeah. Like, this is a haunted house. This, yeah. This is a commercial haunted house. And, like, even that scene that you're talking about where they're on the roof filming down at the line, the that people... That looks like Nightmare on Edgewood, like, it when it was like, in its old, like, Like, location. it does. It looks like you're at a haunted house and people are, like, waiting outside. Like, everyone looks kind of cold. Like, it just... It almost looks like they, like... Like, this crew that's filming this movie, Houses October Built just went to a random haunted house wherever they're filming and, like, filmed the crowd. But I don't think you can really do that, and I don't think they would do that at, like, I mean, to get the rights to, like, the eight that they go to or however many, I guess it's, like, six? Five. Five. Okay. And it's, but it's, like, it just, it all seems, for what I assume is probably a pretty low budget, because most maybe they, footage is. Maybe they let them do it under the premise of changing the city and changing the name of the haunt. Yeah. So that way, that but could they, be where the fuck but ever. But you still think they'd have to be like, no, you still have to pay us. Well, I'm sure that there was probably some sort of compensation. Yeah. Or like maybe like internet fame or something yeah. like or that. They're like, they're here's just, the actual haunts. So, yeah. Or you know, maybe who they really are Sponsorship. just sets that are like I don't know. really well I would, done. I would like to know the budget of this film. I need to, I need to look that up. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, this is so there's some weird editing in this movie a little bit and this is one of the scenes that i noticed because they are talking to that clown that she was just talking about that guy's all mad and he's like get the fuck out of here he says that tries to break the camera he's doing all that they get in the rv and drive away and then it cuts and they're in a field trying to leave there's a lot of weird editing yeah. but then there's like the clowns that same clown standing in front of their RV and this like seems like it's a little further away. It just like it doesn't I, I can't figure out where people are spatially a lot in this and I don't know if that's on purpose because it feels confusing. Um, I agree with that. Especially in the end. Mm-hmm. But I actually kinda liked the use of editing in the end, but yeah. we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um Yeah, so they park somewhere in a field, like mm-hmm. you said. They think that someone's outside the RV. One of the dudes, I can't remember, goes to check, and his friend was pranking him. So we get yep. a little false jump scare there. That got me. It honestly got me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like I, like, took a note and re- looked up, and I was like, oh, ah. okay. Oh, it's you, Bobby. That got me. <laughs> so then we go to the next day. Um, Four more days. They're riding around to the next haunt, and they're so fucking stoned, like, goofy stoned. I was last night, too, I think. (laughs) 
One day. One day for me. No, like, okay. Pause the podcast. I'm an idiot. I don't know what's wrong with me. So, somehow, last night, looking at the clowns in the movie, have you ever heard of the movie The Day the Clown Cried? So it's this, and I don't know, like, a whole lot about it, but I know it's a movie that, like, I think maybe two people on Earth have, have seen. seen. <laughs> because Are you it's one of that them? fucked up. No, I want to be. And I literally wrote, man, I want to see The Day the Clown Cried. And I'm like, what? Um, time in. So <laughs> I literally wrote, he's so high. Dude, I've been there. I said LMAO. They got so high. He. This scene was hilarious when he's just, because it, I feel like a lot of movies, they don't portray pot right. They're like, oh. But this was so, again, so authentic. Like, I really, I felt like they were actually smoking pot. He just was dying. Like, you could see the tears coming down his his face. And his eyes were so, like, they were laughing at the stupidest fucking shit. And, like, he said something about ice cream. He's like, because he, this guy that is super high is, like, all about organic shit. He's on a protein kick. You know, he's trying to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'll trade you one protein bar for a donut. And then he's like, eating it. And he's like, I made the right choice. And like, he's just laughing. <laughs> and then the other guy says something about ice cream. And he's like, you have do you cream? have any? And it's just like, we've all been there. And I thought it, it again, everything about this movie is so authentic. And Pop-tarts? that's what makes it. Do you have Pop-Tarts? I'm like, what do you mean you have cookies? Can I have cookies? This, there was another, and this is such a minor <laughs> little part of the movie, but this is something else that felt so fucking real because I hate when people do this, when you have a bottle of beer and someone takes their Taps bottle. Taps it. First of all, Geoff does that to Katie a lot. Second of all, I hate when people do that. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I don't want the phone. <laughs> but yeah, that just felt like such a real thing that you do to your friends. Yeah. Where you're just standing around a fire and you're just like, clink. And then she's like, you know what, the foam? <laughs> I also love to prank my friends and scare them. So for me, that was super fun. Um, it did feel, feel real. Yeah. But I did, uh, they were talking about things that like really freak them out while they're on their way to this other haunt. And Brandy's like, I'm terrified of snakes. And they were talking about like shit like that. I'm like, I wonder if this is going to come back later. And I don't think the snake part did. But it's just, it's fun to see. Yeah, but, it just um, feels like a conversation that you kind of have with your friends yeah so they stopped at a campsite because they're like well we have or somewhere in the middle of the woods i don't really know like outside of the haunt because they're like we have time to have a couple beers before we go in and as they're they're like zombie paintball right yeah that's a zombie paintball so they stop outside that haunt um and they pull up on this like area that has like a fire pit kind of already going Mm -hmm. so they're like okay it doesn't look like anybody's here so they just set up there for a bit start having beers and then this dude comes up on him and i was like ah (laughs) <laughs> he's like standing behind brandy and it was like yeah, real creepy and creepy. and they were like what he's like you enjoying my fire and they're like yeah what are you doing out here he's like i live out here and he was like they're like do you work at the haunt and he's like yeah and then like you know weird banter and all of a sudden he said something something backwards he's like what do you mean by backwards and i was like oh you better shut the fuck up and i love it that every time they like put their foot in their mouths when they say something the camera cuts off because they're like, we're going yes. to stop filming here. Yeah, we stop filming. They know when to stop filming. It makes so much sense. But it, it does give us a lot of funny cuts. It does, yeah. It's, it's camp, for yeah. sure. I love it. But yeah, we get to the haunted house. The So this is now, what, four nights till Halloween? Yeah, I think it's four more days. And four then, more days till Halloween. So we then, get... Yeah, we get zombie paintball, which looks like so much fun, and I want to do that. It looks like a blast! Oh. Zombie paintball looks like so much fun. They're shooting zombies. And the zombies awesome. are falling over. It looks so fucking it fun. Does, yeah. Because I love, like, shooter games, and I love shooting guns. That is, like... We should play Halo together. Mm. I have all the Halo games. Okay. I used to watch my brother play Halo, so... It's my favorite shooter game. I love shooter And I have all of them, so... I also like to play that, like, Nazi zombie game that was, like... What was it on, like, Call of Duty? Yeah, Call of Duty... Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. It was, like, a side game. I used to play Left 4 Dead, too. That was fun. That was a zombie game. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. um, (laughs) So uh, they eventually get back on the bus, and they see, like, someone outside. (laughs) And they're like, that looks like the fucking creepy doll creepy doll girl we're like we're hundreds of miles from there that like and she's just standing there so one of them goes out mikey his dumbass to talk to her and then just like walks away and lets her follow him doesn't close the door behind him he just like 
they're like, what the fuck, man? He's like, I don't know, man. And then she, like, gets on the bus, and they're like, what the fuck? He's like, she just kind of followed me in here. Like, it was really funny. And then she's just like... Oh, yeah. She gets <laughs> that hurt does that. I hit my face. It was a... Oh, that sucks. I was gonna say, okay. but, um... That was a pretty good hit, or it, screech. It sounded just fucking <laughs> like it, because that's what she does. And, and it was like, so fucking creepy! They're like, uh, And then she just... Well, she, like, sat next to them on the bench, and then just, like, did that, looked back and forth, looked back and forth, looked back and forth, screeched, and then she went... And she hissed, and yeah. then she just fucking left! It was... She needs to be our next gay icon. I just, I don't know. There's something very, like, weird lesbian aura about her. Yeah, or, yeah, or, like, something very envy about her. Envy, for sure. She's our envy horror, or they are our envy horror person. terrifying. They are terrifying. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Uh, So, yeah, it's these little, um, we keep going back to these little segues of, like, other people going to haunts, and, you know, you'll get the, it just really does feel so real, like, one of them is just, like, a random, like, dad-aged guy talking about, you know, this kind of stuff is, you know, And how, like, one of them was, like, they were, like, asking this guy, they're like, so you did community serve like this is your community service and i was like i wish i could do community service at a haunted house same um they ask like one of the people they're like do you do background checks on it no but we're we're gonna try to but as of right now no (laughs) and that is probably true for most there was oh my god something just really like came back to me just now um so i uh volunteered at a haunted house for a couple years um it was so the house itself is a historical house it was part of the underground railroad um Mm -hmm. but a bunch yeah but a bunch of slaves burned in the basement and now it's like a historical house but also is supposedly haunted and then so every year they do a commercial haunted house for it so i volunteered there for a couple years when i was in like middle school and high school and the first year that i was there um, it was me and a few other girls, because we were, like, the plant girls that would walk through with the group for a little while and then get taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were working with this guy, and he was super, super into it. You could tell he'd been doing haunts for years. He had really big ideas for, I mean, we were all just volunteering. Not one of us was getting paid. We got pizza at the end of the night at 3 o'clock in the morning when it ended, and that was it. But we loved it. Everyone there was Ugh. so fucking into it. If I and had you could time, just, I would absolutely do it for free because I... That's why I'm so glad I, mean, I did yeah. it when I was in middle school. And I'm... First of all, Mom, if you're listening to this episode, thank you forever for fucking driving me from our little town all the way into the city every Friday and Saturday night and then picking me and Taylor, Taylor Brown, Aww. who was on a, one of our, a couple of our episodes, up every fucking Friday and Saturday at 3 o'clock in the morning just because we loved it. So anyway, Mama. there was this guy and he had the coolest ideas of like like when we would get taken we had this shirt that would like rip open and like guts would spill out and you could just like put it all back in oh that's so cool and like a week before we started some of the and i still don't know what happened but like there were some rumors about the guy that he was like being inappropriate and then he ended up coming back the next year because i guess none of it actually happened all I know is he was the, the nicest guy. I am never going to not believe someone, but I never heard it directly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was just like a really weird thing. And that just really came back to me. I forgot about that guy. That's wild. Until that just, the yeah. no background check happened. But yes, if you ever get the chance, do it. It is so much fun. So I, fun. I had such a blast. Like I said, we were the girl that, you know, that got thrown over the shoulder of whatever was dressed up that night. Sometimes it was Jason, Michael, Freddie if they had a really good costume, usually Michael or Jason, um, and, you know, they'd pick you up, toss you over your shoulder, that was a few dozen pounds ago, <laughs> um, and well, it was just, yeah, I mean, I've, I've made people cry, I've made people scream, it is a blast, I would totally do it now if I had time. So, my aunt, um, in Tennessee used to do, turn her barn into a haunt, and it was so fucking cool, and it would just be like, a $3 donation that they would put back into the community. Right. And they would make a bunch of food. Like, it was all, like, free, basically. People would bring their kids, and it was just, like, the family volunteering. Like, my sister and I always loved to get dressed up and scare people. And one year, I was uh, dressed up in, like, all black overalls, like, 
couldn't gloves you couldn't see an inch of skin on me and then I had the pig mask from saw and it was one of those rooms where it's like all mannequins but one real person with a strobe light and so you didn't know it was me so when I'd like jump out at people it would freak them the fuck out but I mean like in this town that my sister lived in it's a small town and there's a lot of like you know you know and one of them grabbed me by my fucking overalls and slammed me into the barn and my sister was around the corner and I heard her come around be like you need to get the fuck out don't you put my your fucking hands on her again and he's like, I don't even know it was a chick. And I was like, get the fuck out. And I was like, thank and you, that Tiffany. And kind of stuff happens at real haunts. I mean, I mean watch, watch Haunters. Haunters. Yeah, that one lady who said, one of the greatest icon. scares of all fucking time. Like, truly. Universal Halloween Horror Nights. If I could have seen her in her heyday, like, that would be amazing. I love that woman. But, yeah, she's got, like, back problems for the rest of her life. The now, rest of her life. what she used to do. Because people have done these awful things to her, need her in the back, and all these other things. Punched her, stepped on her. And, like, I get being scared, but, um... But if your fight or flight is to punch someone when you're scared... Go to therapy. Yeah, don't go to a haunted house. (laughs) So, um, speaking of the saw thing that you did, the second year that I did it... Um, so the first year we were in the woods, and it was, you know, whatever horror guy was out there. Uh, second year that I did it, we would go down to the basement, and you would stop with the group, and it would start with a TV and it would be about I want to play a game and it would go through a whole little thing and right at the end pig mask would jump out and grab me and we would take like this uh like hidden hallway down like through a way so that the rest of the group had to like go a long ways and when they came back out or came around this one corner back to where I was I had my hands up in the glass thing box from, from the second one. Oh my god, that one makes and me I, so mad. I was wearing uh, long sleeves until that point, so then I like pull my arms up and I had like blood all over my arms and stuff. It was so fucking cool. People would come That's around, and they'd be like, "Oh man, you," because they'd be like, "Oh, the girl." Yeah, it was so much fun, and yeah, I fucking hate that one because why didn't you just like? Exactly, it makes me so mad every time. But anyways. I have another fun one. This one's actually fun. Um, kind of. Uh, anyways. Uh, so a different year when we were in the haunted house. Um, my sister, I mean, I think we did it three years. Because one time I was a pig demon. The other time my sister and I dressed up as like crazy um, like mental patients. And then the last year I did it, which was my favorite, was I was basically like Reagan in the exorcist so there was a bed and I was laying on it and I had like the nightgown and socks and I was like like I had a fucking long black wig on I had I was I scared the shit out of people I was throwing myself around I was because the bed was basically like a piece of wood so like when I was banging my whole body around it was loud and then like I had a little bit to drink. I was a little too young to drink at the time. So I was like, we took a break and I ate a bunch of chili because my family makes really good food. And then I went back in there and after throwing myself around one time when a group was coming through, I puked and people thought it was part of the thing. And they were like coming out. They're like, the chick in the bed was the scariest part of this. (laughs) Man, the puke looks so real. And you're like. Oh, yeah, that was that, that was chili, chili and cheap vodka is what that chili was. was. So bad coming up. <laughs> and yes, I a hundred percent believe that her family makes good food because they're from the south. Oh my it god. Just makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, but anyways, back to the Back to the Those are our fun haunted house. That stories. was one of our segues. Yeah. 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 So they I know one of the one, next ones they go to is called Terraplex, because I thought that was a cool name, so I wrote it down. Yes, so now it's three days till Halloween. Um this one, again, is a small backwoods haunt. This one um, might have been my favorite haunt. It was really cool. The spooky bunny. Yes. That chased. So one of yeah main guy, right, goes in the woods? Or is it one of? It's not Bobby. It's one of generic white guys goes in the Zach woods. Zach or Isaac or, yeah. <laughs> and because he has to pee. And he's like, oh, the line was really long. We're like, go piss bro, in the woods. This, we're in the middle of bump up nowhere. Which, like, yeah, if you're a dude, that's, like, one of the best parts about being a dude. Just go pee. Especially in the middle of nowhere. So, um, he does that, but then, like, as he's about to pee, like, this bunny's, like, this really scary bunny's, like, staring at him, and then he runs after it. With an axe. And it's so funny, because, like, as, like, he's screaming, and, like, just stop calling me, buddy, and then he, like, falls down, and the guy, like, you can hear him laughing inside the suit. He's like, ha-ha, and then he just 
and like hops away and the guy's like what the fuck that was so funny i if i was like if that actually happened and i was the scare actor in that suit i'd be like i'm so proud of myself but um yeah so this haunt actually looks really fucking scary it does uh i think it looks really cool i'd love to go through this one but towards the end there's this like weird woman who has this like uh, she's got this like really she looks like she's wearing a skin suit like she's so thin and sunken in she's got this long hair and her lips are like this big on her mouth everything else about her face is normal but her lips are this big and she's like brandy brandy you're gonna fucking die and i was like it was terrifying there was something, and like I was telling Jeff, it, I kind of feel the same way about uh, Dollface. Not Stranger's Dollface, but this Dollface. Both uh, great. It's that very uncanny valley. Like, it's human, but it's like And you know that shit off. freaks me out. Just slightly off. Like, like I said, she looked like a human, but her fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, trying to, like, reach out with her creepy, gray, weird, baggy skin. Ooh. No, thank you. Nope. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Why did I write, ew, that guy's being gross? I have to assume it was Mike. Because I hate him. I think it was actually one of the scare actors. Oh, to Brandy? Yeah, probably. Because then... Being the only so, woman in that troop really fucked her, unfortunately. But, like, those guys were pretty fucking protective of her. They one of were, was her but brother. I, Which one was her brother? I know it wasn't main guy. Was it beard no, guy? I don't know. I'm going to look up the cast so we can... Yeah, I just know that um, one of them was her beard brother. Beard guy was not her brother because he made a comment about... Yeah, that's true, yeah. Heavy um, petting. Yeah. And if her brother made that comment, I'd be like, oh, y'all are backwoods. Yeah, um... So, uh, but before we get to the scene I was just about to talk about, there is a very scary scene of someone, of all of them being filmed while they're sleeping, and then the next day they find it online. But for some reason, main guy and whoever don't tell the rest of the group, bitch, that is information I need to know. All of their names are their actual names. Remember how I said it reminded me of Blair Witch? Because that's exactly what they did in that movie. Pretty sure that's what they did in Paranormal Activity, too. Because I think that woman's name is Katie. I don't remember, though. Oh I could God. be wrong. I, I know Blair right. Witch. I think you're right. Blair Witch is, though. That woman's name is Heather. So it's Brandy, Zach, Bobby, Mike, Mikey, and Jeff. Which ones are related? Do any of them have the same last name? Uh, Mikey and Bobby. Mikey Rowe and Bobby Rowe. Okay, Mikey and Bobby are brothers. I thought one of them was related to her i don't think so oh, well i think she, yeah. i just kept hearing sister for some reason i don't remember but anyway they don't oh and bobby's also the director that's so oh, cool wow. bobby was main guy yeah that makes a lot of sense directorial debut of bobby Rowe. Oh, that's and awesome. it was produced by zach andrews and steven schneider that's awesome and they both star in the film as well um let me see who he is Oh, okay, never mind. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, that is awesome. Okay, and I'm also going to look up the budget this, because I'm really curious. But keep talking. And I mean, directorial debut and starring in the film and it's found footage, that is quite an accomplishment because this movie fucking rocks. And all their own actual names. I, I love like, that Look up what else shit. Bobby Rowe has done because I would be inter- more interested to see, because if, if this is his directorial debut, I assume he... He Probably did the second one as well. Makes sense. He did the second one. Um, so, oh yeah, this is another weird editing thing, I feel like, because they find a heart in the fridge, <laughs> but that then nothing weird. comes of it, and it was just kind of weird. I wrote, they go to a bar later that night, and I wrote, I want to go to this bar, never mind. <laughs> you want to know why? Because <laughs> that's the bar that Brandy gets fucking bored so, he has done so far How Sucked Ever Built, um, a music video, How Sucked Ever Built 2, and then Isolation, which I feel like I've heard of this. Ooh, it's an anthology. Nice. Nine Tales of Terror weave together the story of isolated citizens around the world as they confront their darkest fears 
in an attempt to survive an increasingly deadly outbreak. Love that. So that was 2021. Nice. So we'll have we're to check be, that out. We're going to be doing an anthology uh, in a few weeks, uh, a Stephen King anthology. There's a little hint for y'all because in two weeks starts our Stephen King summer or summer of Stephen King, however you feel. <laughs> and I'm so excited. Um, so we're going to do one of his anthology movies uh, somewhere in the middle there. Uh, we are starting with his new movie, The Boogeyman, which comes out June 2nd in theaters. Please go see it. Please, I need all the Stephen King adaptations I can take. If you want to read the uh, short story that it's based on, it's called The Boogeyman. It's in his book, Night Shift. It's one of his shorter short stories. So good. I cannot wait for the movie. I'm excited. The trailer looks creepy. Yeah, so we're going to start with that. Um, and then we're just going to do a bunch of his shitty movies that I really love. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. But, sorry, back to this. Yeah, um, so they go to a bar because they, they're looking for Mr. Giggles. Is that oh, what it well, is? well, I, before that, <laughs> they went to a strip club and they were, the strippers oh, yeah. were all, this is not important, but I want to talk about it. So many great tits. A lot of great tits. And they were all, like, wearing, like, Halloween masks. I really want to go to that bar. I, I just started salivating. I'm so... So gay? If you is look the like... The, is the end of that sentence gay? Yeah, it was. The end of that sentence. If you look I'm like so any of the strippers gay. in this movie, even if you don't. Yeah. Text <laughs> me, beat me if you want to reach me, you know what I'm saying? So, Mikey was hitting on... Um, one of the haunt workers at the next haunt they went to, which is hilarious. He was like, so fucking creepy. That's the thing. He pulls in this movie, and I hate him for it. He's just like, oh, so you're like Maybe super like flexible. Like, 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 show me. Is- He's like, oh, you got a sexy little thong there. I was like, that's what it was. It was the, that's when I wrote, ew, this guy's being gross. Oh, yeah. Because it was the, 100. I told you it was Mikey. I have been in this situation where you, like, go for, like, a hangout, but he's being so over the top. And I was like, like, you ever fucked anyone in makeup? You ever fucked anyone in the haunt? And I'm like, oh And then, yeah, like, oh, you're flexible. Show me. And then he, like, scoots Sexy closer little and just, like, thong. starts touching her. And I'm just like, can oh, I touch your makeup? I'm yeah. like, no, that took hours to do. Get the fuck off it of her. It felt so real that, like, it's... Uh, I have to, like, separate my, like, the character from the actor, because I don't know if that guy is like that, but that character sucks. Mikey, we hope you're better than this. But anyways. I was good to you, Mikey. I was good to you, Mikey. Oh my god, I love Danny Trejo with my whole heart and soul. Next Ah! time we go to a horror convention, we have to get a montage of us, Michael. Every time we see (laughs) anyone dressed as Michael Myers, we just pass by Michael? Michael. We tip our hats. Yes, because they do nothing in response. It's hilarious. They, it's just so stupid. Even the kids, we were just like, Michael, Michael, Michael. Michael. We oh, have to. Because there's was... always a million of them. And we just started doing it. I don't even think we had a discussion about it. Nope. We just started doing it. Michael. Michael. Uh, we tip our hats in respect. It is. It is pure respect. <laughs> but Zach, um, so they go through this haunt, and they're like, the rest of the group is kind of getting annoyed because they're like, okay, these are all like, cool but they're not like what we had in mind and zach was talking to these dudes that let him know about like the blue skeleton um and also this haunt they wouldn't let them film in so they respected that and didn't but as they're trying to leave and they're like really excited that they have this new information um they need to go to louisiana is what they've been told Mm -hmm. so the clown yeah this piece of shit clown comes out and he's like you've been trying to film me, blah, 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 blah. You, you give me your tape, and, like, almost fought all of them, and, like, said, like, I'm not scared of you, I'm not scared of you, fuck her, like, talking about Brandy, and they, like, really are protective over her, they which really I love. Do. yeah. Yeah, they really treat her like a little sister. Yeah. Um, but it was really funny when they got back in the... Because as soon as anything comes that goes down in these, like, starts to go down in this movie, they, like, go in front of her, they tell her to get in the RV, they, like... I honestly love the way that they treat her in this yeah, movie. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, they really do. Like, Mikey made one weird comment to her, but, like, that just seems like his personality in this movie. Asshole. Like, we, we're like, meant to hate him. When you get a big enough group of guys, one of them's just gonna be an asshole. And they still continue to hang out with him, because it's like, eh, whatever. But one of them's inevitably just gonna be like, eh. Well, he's especially just, since he's, he's, the asshole he's supposed to be, like, 
that the main guy's brother. So it's kind of yeah. like he has to be there, you know? Exactly. And that makes a lot of sense, you know? Um, so <laughs> they do go to this bar where they're asking for them and they're like, or asking for Mr. Giggles and they tell him to sit down for a while. Um, and they like are keep yelling at them for filming because they don't want them to film or whatever. And they just kind of have the camera sitting on the table, not, you know, like pointed at anything. It's just mm-hmm. kind of sitting there. And they all kind of go out, but Brandy, because, okay, first of all, this is so something that I know so many guys would do because they're all sitting around at the bar and she's like, okay, I'm going to the bathroom. They're not going to go to the bathroom with her because there's no other girls. If there was another girl, of course she's going to go. While she's in the bathroom, all four guys stand up and go outside to do something. To well, they talk to Mr. Giggles. They made, they made, like, as the, the people in there were preying on that situation because they saw her go to the bathroom they went over to the guys and said, put the camera down. If you want to see Mr. Eagles, you go outside now. Yeah. And that's when the other dudes that were still in the bar. I just feel like one of them should have, they should have been like. I and, agree. And it's not really even, I would say. But men don't think about camera. that. I, I want to debate whether it is the character themselves. Because as we've seen the character so far, one of them would have remembered. One of them would have been like, I'm going to get, I'm not leaving without Brandy. Or is it a writing thing of, like, they just wanted to get them outside? Because these characters that. feel You're like, right, though. I mean, they did seem very protective over her throughout the rest of the movie. It also just, they may have been so scared, you know, in that situation. Because everyone's very fucking threatening in this bar, obviously. I mean, there's literally, like, only people that are, like, haunt actors. And they're, like, weirdly sitting at the bar and, like, creepily dancing. And you can like, tell they, like, don't want them there because they're, like, being mean. And they obviously don't want them filming and all this other stuff. That's so uh, oh, thank you. Um, so anyway, while she, while Brandy's in the bathroom, three guys come in and corner her. And it it's is so, so uncomfortable. Oh, it's hard to watch. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So eventually she gets outside of the bathroom and the guys are back in and like the camera turns off pretty quickly right after that. Cause they take the, the, the weird guys. And they're take like, the we want to make a in. movie. Let's do something fun. But as soon as the, our guys come back in, they're like, are you fucking kidding me and like i said they were very protective yeah they really. would they i think any every single one of those guys would do anything for her absolutely yeah and uh um, even at the end when everything's going wrong they're like brandy where's brandy you have to don't leave brandy yeah someone stay with her Aww. but um they go back to the rv good boy they're freaking out um all of a sudden they look they hear bang on the rv and they this the lights go out scare of the movie and they turn the engine on to yeah. try to get the lights in the RV to come back on. And when the lights on the front of the, the RV come on, come the on. headlights come on, it's like 30 fucking creeps. Like the clowns that we saw, like just that one big-headed clown with the creepy a eyes. Gross doll face. Doll face. Just, they're all standing perfectly still in a, like in a row of like tall grass and they're just standing there. just In front of the RV. It is terrifying. And then... Yeah, the lights go out again, and then it comes back on. And they're gone. Just a couple seconds later, and they are all. Without a fucking trace. Without a sound. It was so good. It was terrifying. Yeah, that really got me. That was my favorite scare in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so that was it for that night. We cut to the next day, which is... Halloween! No more days for Halloween. Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween. 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 Happy, happy Halloween. Silver shamrock. Jeepers, creepers. That's us. That's us. If you didn't know that. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Smash that like button. (laughs) Consensually, of course. Uh, (laughs) So. They get the blue masks. They go to. uh, Bourbon Street. Yeah. Fuck doing that on Halloween. It looks insane enough. No. (laughs) I, you cannot navigate through that. Somehow they find, they're looking for other people with the blue masks. Brandy is so over it. She, you can tell just in the filming that she wants to go home. Of course, after what happened last night in the oh, bathroom. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, Please I'm with her. Please take me home. But they, like, parked the RV in the middle of nowhere, and they woke up to a bang on the outside of the RV, and then they found a fucking pumpkin outside the door that said, carve me, and that's how they found the invitation. Inside invitation of a pumpkin. Again. How'd it get in there? How'd that work? That's a great question. I was thinking that, too. Magic. Magic, magic, magic. Magic, magic, magic. Magic, magic, magic. 
anyway. Burn the witch. I don't like so being hot. fucking hot. I don't like she, being hot. I'm she, cold. Freeze me to death. She's already on fire because she's so sexy. This witch is on fire. That's a reference to Taylor when she said this girl's on fire because that was fucking hilarious. It was. It really was. Anyways, so we're on Bourbon Street. Um, <laughs> I put Bourbon Street on Halloween seems lit, but I also put, uh, we can't let Brandy out of our sight. Next thing you know, let's Brandy out of their sight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is more of that weird editing because they're just walking around. You don't, I don't you have don't a sense of where following. they are. I don't know who has the camera. I don't know who's in front of the camera. I don't know what they're looking for. I don't know where they're going. And then once they do all inevitably get caught, I don't know where, I, I don't know how it happens. I can't figure out where they are. Well, the first one that got yoinked was Jeff in the dark alley. He thought he was, Jeff? yes. I thought it was Isaac and Zach. And I was wrong. It's Zach and Jeff. Bobby, Mikey, Zach, Jeff, Brandy. No, not Jeff. Well, Jeff's the first one they got yoinked. He got yoink. And uh, he followed what he thought was Bobby down a dark alley because it was like someone in like the exact same hoodie and a blue skeleton mask, which is what they were wearing to try to like show the blue skeleton people they were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, what does that say? Oh, yeah. So, they're like, well, we don't know where the fuck Jeff is, but we're gonna go to this address, and... Yeah, and then when they get there, they, like, get the phone call, or, no, yeah, because they get the phone, or the text that's like, you have to come outside, or you're not gonna see your friend alive. And the fucking, oh, before that, the bus, like, they shatter the windows, and it's, yeah. like, super fucking loud, and the lights go out, and that's when they get the text that says... 60 seconds, come outside or your friend will die. Yep. And then eventually they... 45. Up, yeah. And then eventually they end up at this, at some place. Again, I don't have a good idea of who's <clears> where <throat> or where they are. I do know at one point, Beardy Guy is behind, like, a two-way mirror kind of thing. And... That was really cool, because that was, like, a reference to one of the earlier haunted houses. Yes, and I laughed really hard, because at one point, um, Main Guy was like, your plot props are really fucking scary, okay? <laughs> like, it just, it really got me. Um, so they dropped um, Mikey off, because they, they put them on a bus, hooded. Mm-hmm. Drop him off, drive a little ways. Then dropped um, Zach and Bobby off, yep. drove a little ways. That's when they're like, don't leave Brandy. They're like, don't leave Brandy alone, someone stay with her. But they couldn't, because they were like tied up and yeah. hooded. So they just like... Then the guy was like, you can see this guy in a creepy skull mask right behind her on the bus, just like heavy breathing, and she's just like freaking the fuck out under the hood, as anyone would. But then they take uh, Brandy off the bus, and as he was telling her, he's like, take this mask, or take the hood off in 30 seconds, and there's a camera next to you, record everything you see. And uh, this is what I really like next. This is the, the time that I really like the editing being so sporadic and weird because everything is so dark that the settings all kind of like blend together and they like cut between like Bobby and Mikey and Brandy and Zach like super fucking quickly so you like this is where the editing kind of works for me yeah because I'm like wait who is it now because then like the only reason I knew was because like my subtitle said Zach breathing, or, like, Brandy blah blah blah, because I'm a subtitles gal through and through. I can't hear without my subtitles! But, uh, I thought the editing here was really creepy and confusing in a good way. But throughout the rest of the movie, I agree with you, but in this moment, it It totally works. It works here. Because this is is the climax. Totally. Um, this is the climax. This is, you know, when things really are, shit is getting real, shit is... It has hit the fan. Bad, bad. This, and... I think it works. Agreed. Um, so, eventually, we're cutting back and forth between them. They're in the coffins. Hers looks so much different. Why That's what I said. I said, why does everybody else get a fucking a, casket and she's in a padded and she's in a wooden fucking coffin that is yeah. like, everybody else is in these comfy, but... It reminded me of VHS 99. I watched that the other day. <laughs> I loved it, you guys. I need to rewatch it because ninety four is Ratma, right? Yeah. Oh my god, I need to rewatch ninety nine. I 99. loved ninety four. Me and Katie loved ninety nine. We watched it the other day. Oh, it's so funny. 
Oh, it's so fucking funny. The and second one's my of, favorite to this day. We should cover that. And which one's the second one? Viral? No, it's just called VHS 2. Okay, okay, And it's the yeah. one with, like, the mass, like, suicide yes. and, like, the- I yeah, like two. Yeah. I love one. Um, hate vi- viral. Viral's the worst. Love ninety four. Ninety nine is up there. There are some good ass shorts, and the overarching thing like is like that claymation of like the little army dudes. So <gasps> yes, 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 yes. Okay, I need to I need to revisit it because it, it's. I think I was friends. really drunk. Just because I'm a prisoner of war doesn't mean we can't be friends. That's exactly what that means. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Oh my god, I love it. I need to rewatch so, it. So anyway, but. It, there's one of the shorts that they're also in a pine box at the buried alive scene, and those always get me. Always, always, always. I was I'm super claustrophobic. I was rewatching Kill Bill Volume Two recently, and that scene is so hard to watch. Oof. But um, yeah, so they're in these coffins. Brandy is like the camera's in there with them, right on their face, mm-hmm. and. She mentioned earlier how super claustrophobic she was, so this just seems like the final the final thing. She just looks so defeated. She's not even, like, really screaming at first. She's just, like, because she woke up after being thrown in the trunk, and then she was, like, just in there, and she was just like, well, this is, this is how I go. And, like, it was just really fucking sad. And then I said, all the men are in coffins. Um, oh, well. I don't know what that says. But the, all the fucking coffins are super padded except for hers. I was she's so in pissed. Like a re- they're in like a real modern casket and she's in a pine box. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean that was, we we get a scene a little bit earlier we didn't talk about that was like Bob, like it's completely black but Bobby sounds like he's either being punched or stabbed or something. Yeah. When they're, in, yeah, when they're in that two-way thing, the legs yeah. go out. So that's, I assume, when he died. Um. No, no, because he was still alive during the casket scene. Mikey was. We only saw Mikey and Brandy at the end. That's true. That is very true. So, or we might have saw one more, but it it was mostly Mikey and Brandy. But yeah, then we just get the final uh, Houses October built credit scene. Mm -hmm. And I love this movie. I do too. So, uh, I am going to spend a couple minutes talking to y'all. Giving a PSA about something I feel deeply about. About how we should shut down McKamey Manor. The man is a fucking creep. He is disgusting. He should he be is, able to afford a dentist. He is psycho. <laughs> um, the one plus that I do see about McKamey Manor is that at least he's not actually fucking murdering people. Because I think if we took it away, he might actually. I was just going to say that he donates animal food. Yes, that is also true. He does. That was the one plus for me. Um, uh, but, yeah. I mean, didn't someone have a heart attack in there? Yeah, but no one's ever died. That we know of. And that's on that. I'm pretty so, sure it's shut down at this point. No. no He's no, still no, no, going? No, he just had to move locations. It's Again? So, um... There are extreme haunts. So most of what uh, most of you listening have been to, if you've been to a haunted house, you've been to what's called a boo scare house. And it's, you know, people jump out at you. You walk through and, you know, people jump out. Things make noises, blah, blah, blah. You get to the end. That's it. That's what most typical commercial haunted houses are. There are things that have come to light in the last, I don't know, probably the last 10, 15 years. Um, Because, I mean, things get scarier. Standards get higher. If you look at the standards of dancing, sports, you know, whatever, back in the day versus now, standards just keep getting more and more ridiculous. Same for movies, same for scares. Yeah, I mean, like, Psycho was terrifying to people at one point. The Exorcist. And now it's like we have to top ourselves to be afraid because we're so desensitized. Which is what causes these extreme haunts because people are just like oh it's not enough to just be like ah because in the back of your mind this is all fake but when you when you lose your sanity and and you can't distinguish the difference between reality and the falsity that you're going through it's a whole different ball game yeah it's it's usually like an adrenaline seeking kind of thing so most extreme i'll jump out of a fucking plane before i go to mackinney manor there's like blackout and there's a few other places blackout i think is one of the most famous um i don't think i would be able to go to blackout there is a um 
safe word for blackout. And I will say one of the differences. So anyway, extreme haunts, um, typically you, you know, you're going through a place, but it's not people just jumping out at you. It's people grabbing you. It's people tying you up. It's doing like really crazy things. Um, one of the things that separates blackout from the rest that I would never do, um, there are simulated acts of assault. That's exactly why, yeah, I couldn't. A I lot I of it. other, actually, I don't think there are any other extreme haunts, including McKinney Manor, that do anything like that, um, do any kind of sexual part of it. Um, so that's it. But in most extreme haunts, at all except for McKinney Manor, you have a safe word. As soon as you see the safe word lift, come on, you're done. McKamey Manor, um, you have to go through a whole thing. You have to sign a bunch of waivers. Um, you are there for as long as he feels like you should be there. Uh, there are no safe words to get out. Um, and this is not just, like, tying you up and yelling in your face. This is... You have to eat your own vomit and this is feces. Eating your own vomit. They waterboard you. Waterboarding. This is half drowning. This is sticking you in a freezer and leaving you for their long periods of time. This is cutting your hair. This is... Did you see the video on YouTube of, like... This girl exposing them, like, that was, used to be a worker for him, and, like, she was showing this video of, like, this, it might have been, what's this, it might have been the guy, I can't remember his first name, but he is McCamey, but, um, with a chainsaw while a person is strapped to a table Mm -hmm. with an actual blade on it, and he's like, he's like, you know, I really can't, from this angle, see how close I am to your face, but I'm just hoping for the best, and I'm just like, that could have fucking Whatever killed is. a person. He and was this far away from their face with a real fucking chainsaw. And that's literally what he says when they interview him is anything to get the shot. He just wants to. He wants the money shot. He wants the videos to upload to YouTube because that's where he gets all of his fucking money and shit. And because to get in, all you have to do is donate cans of dog food because he rescues greyhounds. That's great. Awesome. Good for you. The only good thing about this man. Um, It just. And I get that like. It might not sound that bad the way I'm describing it, but, like, you truly cannot get out in these instances. There are, I mean, there are accounts of people who truly did not feel safe, who did not feel okay, thought they were going to die, came out, needed therapy. He has tricked people into doing it. He's tricked his, his neighbor, neighbor twice. It twice, saying, like, as soon as you say, you know, it's time to go, I'll let you go, I promise. And then keeping you there for 12-plus hours. This is not a regular, normal, fun experience. Anybody anybody out there, if you're a listener, if you're a friend, if I know you and you are considering that, please come to me because you need help. You desperately need help or you don't know what you're getting into. This is a disgusting fucking display of anything. And it should not be considered a haunt of any kind or an extreme haunt. It's a disgusting it is, fetish It is a guy. torture fetish palace whatever you want to call it it is not a haunt it has nothing to do it does not stand for what i think the haunt industry stands for yeah not everything has to be the biggest the baddest the most over the top and if you like extreme haunts that's fine but there is a line to draw if there is a place that doesn't have a safe word and that you like even in the documentary there were he was talking about like oh well like if there's, like, a medical emergency, we'll stop it or whatever. But he's, like, to, like, mental health matters. And he's, like, when people have anxiety or panic attacks, I'm just, like, oh, get over it. But if you've ever been a person who has anxiety or mental health issues and you've had a panic attack, you know that you feel like you're fucking dying. Yeah, imagine having a panic attack while being waterboarded. Your brain is telling you that you're dying. No matter how much you beg and plead and scream and cry for him to let you go, he will not let you go. That's what he wants. It's disgusting. There are, I mean, even in that documentary, there are videos that he uploads. Please don't go look up his YouTube because that's what he wants. Yeah. But there are videos, like, you just see people literally go into shock. Like, just like, I'm not okay. Yeah, just like dead behind the eyes. I am 100% okay with my boo scares. I love my slight, my small rush of adrenaline when they jump out and scare me and I laugh and I walk away. I just love seeing the props and the work and I appreciate the actors. They yanked my pigtail. When it's an act. The people who work for him, and I understand a lot of them are teenagers, but they are teenagers with issues. 100%. And, and also, like, like they're not actors. About, like, they're people just taking who out aggression. Just got out of, and I'm not saying anything about people in prison, but, like, 
people who got out of prison for, like, violent offenses and, like... And want this for... It's not... If you want to be there for the sake of, I want to scare people, I want to give them that experience, that's fine. But when these you, people... But, but you watch these interviews, and that's not what these kids are saying behind the scenes. They're, they're like, saying, I want to fuck no, people I really want to fuck people up. I've got this angry me, and I just want to take it out on someone. That is where I draw the line. That is not an act. That is, that is early take, stages of, like, something seriously wrong. That's going to be you working there for a certain amount of time and then it's not going to be enough and you're going to want to take it further and you're going to want to actually start hurting people yeah and then you might if you can't do it there you might do it in your life your day-to-day life it's what i fear of the guy who fucking runs container manners that one day it's not going to be enough and he's actually going to fucking murder someone i'm surprised he hasn't already yeah anyway it's disgusting i hate him i love haunted houses other than that um i really wanted to try to go to um uh, Halloween Horror Nights this year, um, but I don't think I can afford it. We're going to Vegas, so I was going to try to take us. Will you go next year with me? Oh my god, yes, okay. please. We're um, going to go next year. I'm yes. probably going to go this year. If I can, that'll be my next major trip to right. my best friend, Rabbit, that lives in Florida. Um, always lets me stay with her. And- so anyway, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much um, it. This was probably a more appropriate episode for October, but I don't care. Every day is Halloween in this house. And I picked it, so fuck off. Fuck off. Um, I think next week is probably going to be Stranger's Prey at night. Um, If for some reason we don't get that done, uh, that'll come later. Um, We'll try to get that in. And then Stephen Stephen King's Summer. Summer, 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 Summer. I cannot wait. First of all, Summer is the best. I love Summer. Summer. Blah, blah, blah. And then um, I love Stephen summer, King. Summer, summer, And yeah, I just, uh, I hope you all enjoy the journey that we go on with that because it's going to be fucking crazy. His I'm mind learn a lot. is a crazy place to be. Everyone is so, every, everyone is so excited about it. They're like, when are you guys starting? When are you guys starting? When are you guys starting? I'm so excited. Brian, I'm talking to you if you're watching this. Two weeks it's from. It's coming. Yep. Two weeks from the, when this airs because we have one more movie. I think we're going to do Strangers Pray at Night and then that's when Stephen King's Summer starts. I'm going to go listen to, um... Total Eclipse of the Heart after this. That's how we sing things around here. I feel like I'm like, once upon a time, look at a fucking... Upon a time, I was falling in love. Baby, now I'm only falling apart. And now the mic's all wet. And so am I. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Thank you for watching. We love you all. If Um, you've made it this far, thank you. They didn't. It's fine. Like and subscribe to YouTube. Um, Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Deepers Creepers. TikTok, Deepers Creepers Pod. uh, Deepers Creepers Pod at gmail.com with questions, comments, concerns, requests. And uh, if you want a birthday shout out, we're going to do that too. Even if you don't have a request, just be like, hey, my birthday's this day. And we'll shout you out that word. Yeah. Week. Whatever. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, but until next week, stay, stay spooky. spooky. Bye. Bye.